I read from 2 Samuel 11, the first 15 verses. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab with his officers and all Israel with him. They ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David rose from his couch and was walking about on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. David sent someone to inquire about the woman. It was reported she is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. So David sent messengers to get her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now it, she was purifying herself after her period. Then she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab the, and the people fared and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the entrance of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. When they told David, Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, You have just come from a journey. Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah remain in booths, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and drink and lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here today also, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day. On the next day, David invited him to eat and to drink in his presence and make him drunk. And in the evening... He went out to lie on his couch with the servants of the Lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting and then draw back from him so that he may be struck down and die.
more and more we are seeing human qualities in non-human things. And we are falling in love with them. Amazon's Alexa is a disc or cylinder shaped object that we can talk to. And many Americans are starting their days with Alexa. Alexa, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Alexa, where is here? Where are The we? address for a first Christian church is 329 North 6th Street, Lafayette, Indiana, 47901. It's currently closed but will be open later today from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Alexa, what kind of weather can we expect today? In Lafayette, Indiana, you can look for showers with temperatures around 78 degrees. That was very helpful. Thank you, Pastor Philip. That's what I'm here for. Alexa, do you have a recommendation where to have lunch? I guess not. Here are a few top-rated restaurants in Lafayette, Sushi Dawn, East End Grill, Nine Irish Brothers, and DNR Barbecue and Catering. Alexa, maybe you could give the sermon. I hear your sermons are very good. Do you know the story of David and Bathsheba? David and Bathsheba is a 1951 drama starring Gregory Peck, Susan Hayward, and Raymond Massey. After King David sees the beautiful Bathsheba bathing from the palace roof, he enters into an adulterous affair which has tragic consequences for his family and Israel. Alexa, that's a movie. Maybe I should give Okay, a will your sermon instead. be a long one? And with that, David and Bath I think we'll put Alexa Alexa away. The device may be leading some children to see a wide range of objects as living things, or at least as things that will respond to them. One man reports that because of Alexa, his toddler now talks to beverage coasters. Maybe you remember the movie Her? in which a lonely man develops a relationship with a talking computer operating system. The film seemed far-fetched five years ago, but it comes across as entirely possible today. People who are isolated are more likely to attribute life to their gadgets. Perhaps loneliness is causing us to want to have relationship with things. National Geographic reports that a man in Washington state has an emotional and romantic attraction to a car he has named Vanilla. And in Germany, there is a person who appears to be in a loving relationship with the Berlin Wall. Clearly, there is a danger in seeing objects as humans, 
We don't want our children growing up to be adults who talk to coasters or fall in love with walls. But there's even a greater danger in seeing humans as objects, especially as objects that satisfy our personal desires and agendas. Long before the movie Her was released in theaters or there was an Alexa, King David saw a Bathsheba as an object of desire. He did not really see her as a human being, but as a thing that could respond to him and give him pleasure. She was his own personal Alexa. 2 Samuel 11.1 1 says, David's problems began in the spring of the year when kings go out to do battle. But instead of going and doing his job by leading his soldiers, David remains in the comfort of the, and safety of the capital city in Jerusalem. David sent his general Joab and other officers to lead his army against the Ammonites and to lay siege to the city of Rabbah. Late one afternoon, David gets up from a nap and takes his walk out on the palace roof. He looks down and he sees a beautiful woman taking a bath on her roof. He likes and wants what he sees. So he sends a messenger to inquire about the woman. The messenger reports, this is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam and wife of Uriah the Hittite. Well, Eliam is one of David's mighty men and Uriah is the son of David, is one of David's brave and loyal soldiers. It is very clear from the messenger's report that Bathsheba is off limits. It is not like David lacked female companionship. According to 2 Samuel chapter 2 and 4, he already had several wives and concubines. But David doesn't see any of these people as human beings describing his, deserving his respect. To him, they are objects for him to use. David says to Alexa, give me a recipe for pleasure. Well, maybe he didn't say it then, but he would today. But in an ancient Jerusalem, he sends messengers to fetch Bathsheba. He has his way with her, and she goes home. Not long after, she sends word to David, three words, I am pregnant. Although she has been treated like an object of desire, Bathsheba is clearly a human being, one who can play a part in the miracle of conception and birth. She is not a gadget which can be turned off when you are finished having fun. But King David fails to see or open his eyes to the truth. Instead, he continues to treat people like objects 
He says to Joab, send Uriah the Hittite to me. When Uriah comes, David makes small talk about the army and the war and then sends Uriah home to spend the night with his wife. He wanted Uriah to cover his own tracks. Uriah did not go home. He slept with the servants in the entrance to the palace. Of course, David learned of this and called Uriah in for an explanation. Uriah said he was not going home to eat and drink and sleep with his wife while the ark of Israel and Judah, his lord Joab and the army and his army buddies were encamped in the open field. David tried one more time, and this time he got Uriah drunk, but he still did not go home. So David sent him back to the war with, a sea, with sealed orders for Joab. The orders were for Joab to put Uriah in the hardest of the fighting and then pull back so that Uriah would be killed. Joab did as ordered. And Uriah was tossed away like an inconvenient object. David's treatment, I'm afraid, still exists. David's treatment of Bathsheba and Uriah is a chilling warning to us. It illustrates the deadly danger of seeing humans as objects, especially objects that satisfy our personal desires and agendas. This story packs an emotional punch as it shows the great harm that can be done when we treat people as objects instead of as human beings. Over the past year, it has become clear that King David is not the last to commit this particular sin. Many celebrities have been accused of treating people as objects. There are many ways that people are treated as objects, and sexual misconduct is only one of them. Others include putting our own desires ahead of another person's welfare, treating someone as a stepping stone as we pursue our own agenda, hiring undocumented immigrants because they cannot complain at being given almost nothing as wages, hiring only part-time employees so we don't have to pay for health insurance, treating people like objects can happen any where at any time. There is a formula to help us. The formula is simple. Love people, not things. Use things, not people. How differently the story of King David would have turned out if he had really loved Bathsheba and Uriah, treating them as the valuable people they were. Instead, he treated them like things, things designed to satisfy his desires and advance his agenda. Remember, love people, not things. See everyone as a precious child of God, made in the image of God. 
respect them as daughters, as wives, sons, husbands, mothers, fathers, loyal workers, and faithful Christians. Love them as Christ loved them. And remember the commandment of Jesus to love one another just as I have loved you. Also, use things, not people. Use Alexa to tell you the weather and play your favorite songs. Use a car to get to work or run your errands. Use your computer to keep your calendar straight and make you more productive. But don't ever love these things so much that you draw your attention completely away from the flesh and blood humans around you. Love people, not things. Use things, not people. Such guidance can be a huge help to us as we face our objects of desire. Amen.